You remember the excitement when you first launched your podcast and you put it out in the world and you had all your friends and family go in and like it and share it and possibly even go to iTunes or Apple Podcasts and give you a rating and review. And then several weeks later, you start thinking, crap, how can I grow my podcast? Well, that's what we're going to talk about today. And I'm going to give you a little known, little talked about secret way to grow your podcast. Join me. So the real question is this, how can podcasters like us who've done the work, built a following and actually made a difference, monetize our podcast without selling out to sponsors who don't really value our community anyway? That is the question. And this is the answer. Welcome to Podcast Monetization Secrets. Hey there, welcome to Podcast Monetization Secrets. My name is Christy Hostler, and I appreciate you being here with me today. You could be listening to tons of other shows, and I am fully aware of that, so I appreciate the time that you give me each and every week as we talk about these issues that relate to every podcaster that's trying to monetize their show. Now, today, it's one of the top three questions I always get. And how do I grow my podcast? And just to give you an example, I answer this question, it seems like almost weekly in a Facebook group. May, maybe my Facebook group, maybe other Facebook groups, but it's always being asked, what do you guys recommend for growing your podcast? And let me just go ahead and put it out there that most podcasters are talking about Whenever they say grow your podcast, they're talking about organic reach. And organic reach is just free traffic that you can get to your podcast. And so they think that potentially by sharing it more on social media, they'll catch someone's attention. I have had a client before who isn't on Twitter and doesn't like to be on Twitter and doesn't understand why no one is responding to all the promotional posts we're putting up on Twitter and thinks that we should do more on Twitter, even though every post we share is promotional and it gets zero interactions and zero traction on Twitter. So I don't really know, like more of zero is still zero. So I don't really know why sometimes people think of uh, like, if I'm not getting anything with what I'm doing, I just need to do more of that same thing. And then maybe suddenly I'll get that result. When you think about it that way, it kind of defies logic. And that's what I want to kind of steer you away from today. Because like, more of what is not working doesn't equal starts to work, right? So just understand that. So if you are not really active and you don't have a big following on social media, don't feel like you're coming to this podcast game at a disadvantage because truth be told, most podcasters do not come with a large social media following. That being said, it doesn't mean you don't, it's not worth it to be on social media because there will be people that will find you there and you can reach people there. But One of the things I want to talk about when we talk about grow your podcast, and you know, if you've listened to the show from the beginning, that my biggest metric of whether a podcast is successful or not is not how many downloads your podcast host tells you you got. I really could care less about how many downloads you get. But the important metric that I want you to track is how many email opt-ins 
are you getting? Now, since I started this podcast, I've sort of been using myself as a test case. And so what I did is I started it, um, it was kind of in the middle of May. And so I got it up and running. And then I, what, what I did the first month is I did normal what I think most podcasters do based on what I've seen with the hundreds that I've worked with, kind of like what normally happens whenever you publish a podcast. And so I would publish a podcast and I would put it out and um, just put it out on social media and not do too much else with it, but put it out on social media. And so um, I'm going through and I'm sort of documenting my sort of my like, this is the baseline entry level. This is where you come in. And this is what you expect kind of whenever you launch a podcast with not a huge social media following, and not as an influencer already in the space. But now starting basically in July, I have gone to where I am running paid traffic, not to my podcast, but I'm running paid traffic to my lead magnet. And my lead magnet is about podcasting, and it's about a topic that this podcast touches. So it's it's all fits into the big scheme of things. But when I run paid traffic to my opt-in, I can then begin measuring what the response is. And I'll, I'm, for those people that in, end up getting into a program I'm creating, they'll be able to see this journey all along because I'm creating videos and I'm showing what I'm doing at every step of the way. So it's kind of a look over the shoulder kind of thing. But what you have to realize is you begin gathering data as far as is my uh, lead magnet working? And whenever you have, you know, a certain percentage opt-in rate, you know, oh, that's really good or, oh, that's really bad and I need to improve it. So then you begin improving those things. Maybe it's your headline, maybe it's your offer, maybe it's, you know, whatever it is you're giving away. And so you begin improving that. And then when you turn on paid traffic to it, uh, you begin getting what conversions, you know, that's that's what you measure. And so you begin to realize what the actual cost is for you to get somebody on your mailing list. Now, I'm not going to tell you my numbers right now. They are uh, more than I want to pay to acquire a customer for, you know, for the, the podcast, but or for the email list and the podcast and all that sort of thing. And so I'm going to kind of tell you a little bit about the way I've worked out things. So basically, whenever I set up a podcast, I begin trying to get my downloads, pushing out there on social media. And then the very first thing I do is I want to create a really enticing lead magnet. And that lead magnet is going to be something that I would potentially run paid traffic to. Now, here's the thing. I can run paid traffic to a lead magnet and an opt-in on social media, and it'd be completely fine. And in the meantime, my autoresponder for when people opt in is going to have whatever it is I promised them, but it's also going to put in there links to my show and how they can listen to my show. So I am potentially indoctrinating those people that get on my email list about my podcast. So that's that's kind of an indirect you know way of, of getting there. But the good thing is that person opted in to get on my email list. Now, my next step in that and what I've been doing is I've just been running some experimental things. And so I'm running strictly an opt-in campaign. 
And I would not recommend that you run strictly an opt-in campaign because it's all costs out of pocket. And if people are only opting into your email list and you don't have an offer to come back to them with, then you're going to end up just completely eating the cost. So it's better to do a full-on funnel where you would have a lead magnet and then you would kick in, here's a small offer, here's a one-time order bump and uh, try to actually get dollar conversions on that. And in the, the program I'm putting together, I'm showing kind of my journey and putting this uh, these th- steps into place, but it's very important to see baseline numbers from before I started, when I just started publishing and sharing it on social media, then when I added it to begin sending out on my email list, and then when I began to get conversions for my opt-in without having any sort of upsell, and then when I kick in the upsell part of it, I'm, I'm showing you how I'm doing all of that so that I can get this making money. But the one important thing I want to talk to you about today is paid traffic to grow your podcast. So all of what I just said right now was uh, talking about essentially how to focus on getting email opt-ins versus downloads. But here's the thing. you got to have an offer within your podcast, right, for your call to action. And you want people that are actually listening to make the transition and jump over to being on your email list as well. But let's think this through. What is the number one way most people decide to get paid traffic for their podcast? I wish I had that game show music I would play and and let you think about it, come up with an answer. But it's normally they start with social media and they want to do Facebook ads or they might want to do LinkedIn ads, depending on what their their niche is and what their target audience is. So it's a little bit counterintuitive when you think about it. So let's think about this. Number one, let me say my cardinal rule is if you don't have a monetizable offer, you don't have a legitimate offer to create for anyone opting into your email or listening to your podcast I don't recommend pouring a lot of money into ads. And the reason is because if you don't have that offer in place, it's hard to get decent ROI on it because you are just pouring money into it. And you're so busy doing that that you don't have a monetizable offer. And then if you don't engage and don't follow up and do all the things on your email list that you're supposed to do, then what happens is when you do finally come back with an offer, many of those people will unsubscribe because they're um, not there to buy anything anyway. So that's my sort of my caveat, my disclaimer. So don't just buy ads on social media thinking that you're going to get downloads because most often you won't, right? And even if you do, you can't tell. Because you're buying the ad on Facebook and it depends on where you're sending that traffic. And you might think, well, I'm going to send them to my iTunes podcast. Or I'm going to send them to a page on my website or whatever. Well, you'll you'll never be able to track that actual download. And so you waste a lot of money trying to get your name out there. There's no real ROI attached to what you're doing. So I'm going to tell you, instead of social media and or LinkedIn, for the majority of people... Let's just put it out there logically. One of the places that anytime you start anything within a niche is the gurus, I'm going to put that in quotes, will tell you that you should try to find the places 
that your ideal customer or listener hang out? Where are those people? Are they hanging out online? Are they hanging out on someone else's paid membership website? Do they belong to an association that's completely offline and it's a local association and it would do you well to join that association too and go to their meetings and meet some of these ideal listeners that you are solving problems for? So there's a lot of different things that you can think about as far as where people hang out. But where are people that are listening to podcasts going to hang out? Because that's the half the battle. If you think about it like this, people that are on social media are on social media, but that doesn't also mean that they all listen to podcasts. So if they're not listening to podcasts, I mean, which is large percentage of them, I think 42% of the American population have listened to a podcast before. So apply that same number to Facebook and you might get a little higher number of people that listen, use Facebook and also listen to a podcast because of the social media um, being available on smartphones and also someone being digitally savvy enough to be on Facebook and participate. They're also going to be smart enough to get on uh, podcasts and listen to those and, and that sort of thing. So you got to think about the, you know, the where someone is uh, demographically. And so if you think about it, maybe there's 50% of the people on Facebook that listen to podcasts. Maybe 50% of them don't, right? So if you're advertising on Facebook or maybe you're advertising on Instagram, maybe you're advertising on LinkedIn, whatever your niche demands that you do, and you're not getting the results you want and you're not able to track it. But a certain amount of your ad budget does need to go to sort of widening the top of your funnel so that you can get more downloads and more people subscribing and opting in to listen to your podcast on their smartphone. Where can you do that? Think about it. The podcast apps that people are listening to are going to be the best place to advertise. Now, I went through last week and did an exercise because I was looking at, in in some of the things that I'm creating for this show, I'm going to do paid traffic on podcast apps. And some of them make it very easy. You can just go to their platform and they'll have a tab on the navigation bar in the menu that says advertise or there's a way that you can google it and it'll pull up the page exactly and they have rates and they every platform does it differently others it's a little bit more obscure a few of them i actually had to email their support to say what are your advertising rates and they would come back and some of them i mean honestly some of them were as low as a hundred dollars a month to get like highlighted and featured inside the app so I'll be providing a a list of some options to people that want to follow me on my journey and doing the paid traffic and that sort of thing. But advertising in a podcast app is going to have, especially the ones that are very uh, used to doing it and they have it all set up, they're going to give you um, an idea of what budget-wise you can expect to spend. They'll also many times give you a choice, uh, not a choice, but an idea of how many subscribers you'll walk away with. And it actually normally, I mean, they're, they're what they're projecting, what they're giving to you is based on their own data. So you can actually look um, on some of the podcast apps, you can look and see what the cost per subscriber is. 
right? So it might be that some niches, if it's a highly, you know, prized niche of health and wellness or whatever it is, they might have a cost per subscriber of, you know, $6 or something like that. Another niche may have a cost per subscriber of $3 and 11 cents or something like that. But you have to understand that widening your funnel for downloads is only going to pay off for you if you have the proper calls to action and the proper um, infrastructure set up within your email system. And to be honest, um, at what, what I've done with my show is I set it up like most podcasters do when they start, which means I'm not doing anything other than publishing and sending it to social media. And then I'm leaving it at that. And now I'm going to start doing implementing some other tactics and documenting those results as I do them. So you can begin to see when the trend line goes up. One of the things that I find so interesting is that many times people who have not started a podcast have this dream of starting a podcast and they marinate on that dream for a year or two or three or I've even had people that have been in podcast groups for like five years and they've never started their show yet. And then they finally were like, you guys, I've been in here five years and I'm just now getting around to launching my show. The problem is during that time, they've seen everybody else talk about, ah, my show has just gotten a million downloads. Ah, my show got 10,000 downloads each month. And the reality is most of us everyday normal people, especially in a niche down topic, will get far less than that. But it becomes very frustrating if you don't have Anything in place to tell you how you're doing, like email opt-ins or how much money did I make from my podcast, then what will happen is all you do is you look at downloads and when someone sees they have 150 downloads in a month, they go, hmm, I don't know if that's good or is that bad? Do other people get more than that? I don't know. And in my way of thinking... I think of it as a room, like if you had a room full of 150 people that were waiting to hear you speak, would it be worthwhile for you to go speak to them? Well, yes, it would. And even if the room was only 150 people, if you had something that you could upsell them or there was something that you could give them to go further in the customer journey with you, then being in front of 150 people still has its value, right? But if you just go and speak and you're like, all right, thanks for showing up today. All right, thanks. Bye. And you leave and you don't give anyone else a way to follow up with you and you don't give them a way to further their uh, experience with you or get into your funnel anyway, then that could be wasted time spent talking to 150 people. Uh, There's probably many churches across America that a pastor would love to have 150 people show up each week to listen to a listen to them preach. So think about what you're, I mean, think about the scale and the scope of what you're doing. And then, you know, it's important to have a plan to grow your podcast in sort of all of the ways. Like you need a certain amount of paid traffic. You need a certain amount of traffic just through people that you know are already listening to podcasts. When you're advertising in podcast apps, you've already eliminated showing your podcast to anyone or paying any advertising dollars for people that are not listening to podcasts. Why? Because the only people that are going to be inside the app are people that are listening and trying to find podcasts. And then your podcast flashes up on their screen whenever they're looking in that category and they get a chance to see your podcast right there and they can go right to it within the app and they can subscribe to it. 
So it's kind of being in the right place at the right time in front of the right audience, but you've eliminated the 50% of the population that might not even listen to the podcast or to a podcast, and yet you're trying to advertise to them on social media. Now, those other people that you advertise to on social media, maybe you want a different metric that you maybe you want to advertise your lead magnet, maybe you want to advertise your opt in, maybe you want to do things to get people on your email list. And you won't be able to do that within the podcast apps, because you won't be the only call to action that you're going to be able to put in front of people within a podcast app is to listen on the app and subscribe. And it's not even a verbal call out most of the time. It's just a, um, you know, it's just visually there in front of them with the links to your show and your artwork and uh, kind of a little blurb about what your show is about. So every time I've advertised any podcast within the podcast apps, I always get a boost in downloads and subscribers uh, on that platform. And most of them will, will respond to that. Now, you can spend as much as you want to get subscribers. And when I say spend as much as you want, I mean, obviously, you have to balance it out. But but there are packages with um, trying to think. I want to say it's it's one of the big podcast apps. I don't think it's Spotify. I can't remember. And I'm going to bring a friend of mine who's do, doing a lot of this right now on at some point. We're going to talk to her. But it's it's uh, there, there's, there's packages that go as high as, you know, $2,500 a month for advertising. But if you got $2,500 a month to invest in advertising and suddenly you knew you could grow your subscriber base by hundreds and or thousands and suddenly be able to monetize that, or maybe you were just barely away from being able to uh, get a sponsor, you need to bump your, your numbers up so you can get a sponsor and, and all those sorts of things. You can do the math and see how much it'll cost you to acquire downloads and how much will it cost you to get a customer. I just want you to get out of the habit of thinking that this is a long, slow slog because everyone that's doing podcasts only do organic traffic, right? And so whenever people tell you, I got 10,000 downloads or I got 20,000 downloads or I got whatever their number is, what they're not telling you is... How long, number one, how long have they been podcasting to get to that level? And number two, how much have they invested in any sort of advertising for their show? And all of those things need to be in a, into consideration whenever you're trying to build this business. So the secret tip I'm going to give you to grow your podcast, and I'm talking about audience listeners, is to advertise within the podcast apps. And there are a ton of them. So if you're an iPhone user, I would encourage you to go to the um, App Store. And if you're a Google user, go to the Android App Store and search up podcast apps and go and look. There might even be a ton of podcasts that are in your niche, like if you are a skincare person, there might be other skincare podcasts that have their own specific app. Could you advertise your show within their app? All you got to do is reach out and ask them. Could you give them a hundred bucks to run an advertisement making your show featured within their podcast app for a month? You know, find out what it would cost and then go through and do some experimentation because sometimes for a very low cost, you can figure out ways to do this. But by focusing on growing your downloads through only advertising to places where you already know people 100% for sure listen to podcasts gets rid of a lot of the noise that people that don't listen to podcasts are seeing from us, right? 
there's no sense in paying for all these impressions on Facebook <laughs> whenever 50% of the people that might be on Facebook never listen to podcasts anyway. By that same token, if you're a video person and you're doing video podcasts or you're growing your YouTube channel or something like that, maybe the best option for you is to advertise on YouTube. Do you understand? So begin thinking about where are your listeners congregating? Look in the podcast store. I mean, look in the app store for other shows that have podcasts that are in your niche or that are tangential to your niche. Look in the podcast and the app store on your phones for podcasting apps where people listen to podcasts and they can search the Apple directory right there within that app. Do they have advertising? If so, reach out to them, ask them, find out and put a little bit of money into it. Because if you put a little bit of money into it, you can begin monetizing it in a way that is so much faster than if you just let organic traffic happen. I've seen so many podcasts, I'm going to say uh, wither on the vine, so to speak, because they never put anything more into their show to grow their numbers. And they were just hoping for some sort of organic magic to happen. And it never did. So that's my tips and tactics for today. Um, I'm putting together a resource that'll be available very, very quickly based on some of the research I've done. But it definitely pays to do your research, figure it out. But I just want you to know that that's an option for you. And even with Spotify, you can advertise, become an advertiser on Spotify. Uh, There might be other shows within your niche so that are tangential to your niche that you could actually do paid advertising on or you could do a promo swap or something like that so it could be audible ads that are playing within their podcast or it could just be uh, something on the feature on the bottom screen or a banner within the app where your thing is your podcast is listed so there's a lot of different ways this can happen but I want you to th- begin thinking about those ways and exploring those ways and beginning to hack those ways versus letting Facebook eat your lunch I mean granted we all know that Facebook uh, organic reaches down and the only way you can really get anyone's attention on Facebook is to actually pay to play on Facebook. But at the same time, why pay to get your ads in front of 50% of people that are never going to listen to podcasts anyway? Or the only time they're going to listen is when you happen to serve it up on their timeline and they're bored enough to listen. But they're not going to be the diehard average subscribers that you want to really grow your podcast and your business. So I hope this has been helpful to you today because I want you to begin figuring out what is the best way to advertise for your niche. And I guarantee you, every niche could come up with 10 different ways that might apply only to their niche, but not to other niches. So be creative, begin thinking about it, but start small. Most of the time, my budget for some of these things is a very small amount, like I sort of average out a very small amount per day. So if I was going to do $5 a day, it might be that I'm looking at $150 a month at this channel or that channel or whatever, and just throwing a little bit of money at it to see where you can get the best deal for your advertising dollars. So I hope this helps you today. We're talking about all kinds of monetization things over in our private Facebook group, Podcast Monetization Secrets on Facebook. So come there, join us if you'd like, and just Click the request to join and we will let you in and begin hoping that you can monetize your podcast very, very quickly as well. So 
Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you have an awesome, awesome week. Thank you for joining us today. If you'd like to continue the conversation about how to monetize your podcast, I want to invite you to join our private Facebook group. Just go to facebook.com forward slash podcast monetization secrets and click the button to join. And then I'll see you on the inside.